hello, hello. You're listening to The Turnout with Brooke and Alyssa. Woo! <laughs> um, we have um, a really exciting episode because we have our very first guest speaker today. What? Oh. <laughs> it's I know. the most smart, punniest, handsome, greatest, kind, wonderful, loving, <laughs> amazing, funny. Tall. Guy in the world, Christian Leach. Christian Leach, aka Christian my husband. Mm, thank you both so much. <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> How does it feel to actually be on the Turnout Podcast? You know, it's 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 quite an experience. It's very surreal. <laughs> Gonna see it on this side. So it's yeah, it's your moment to shine. There's a lot more production than I thought. No, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. You're seeing all of our hard work right now as we speak. So (laughs) cute. We appreciate you, Christian. (laughs) We are the best. Anytime. Anytime. (laughs) And no, really, Christian is the best. And that's why we wanted to bring him on today because we have a bunch of good questions for him and just asking advice and things like that. Because we all can learn from Christian. Dun, dun, dun. No pressure. <laughs> There's no pressure. We're just going to pick your brain. That's all we're doing here. Yeah, exactly. Because you're the best. <laughs> yes. um, so, well, first off, let's just let's just get to know Christian. Christian, okay. where are you from? <gasps> yeah. So I was born and raised in Arizona. Um, I grew up in Peoria, Arizona, which is kind of like Northwest Phoenix. Um, yeah, that's where I'm from. Um, and does the heat get any better? Oh, sorry, Alyssa. Because <laughs> you grew up in Arizona. I mean, are you used to the heat or does it still, do you get a little cray cray? Yeah, it's funny. So I, I grew up in it and I really like the heat and everything. It's funny. So I really enjoy like overcast days a lot. And Alyssa, who isn't from Arizona, she's always like, man, these days are so depressing. But I feel like most Arizona people, if you're from Arizona, you know what I mean? Overcast days are the best because the sun Aww. isn't just like beating you down all day. Yeah. You have an overcast day and you're like, man, let's go do some stuff. That's yeah, I, I'm i always like, no, it's overcast. That means I'm going to be so tired all day. I'm not going to want to get anything done because the sun really motivates me to get things done and Same. to like live my life. And when it's overcast, I'm like, ugh. But him being from Arizona, he's like, the overcast days are the best days. But does the heat still overwhelm you? No, I think I'm pretty used to it. I think I like it. So, yeah. I think when I'm in, whenever like I live in another place, I'm always like, Man, I miss it. So, yeah, especially like when it's like snowing in like any other place. So. Oh yeah, I'm the same for sure. But Alyssa, I mean, you've been in Arizona for like what a year and a half now, two years. So I feel like I mean, you sh- you're basically an Arizonan. Basically, I am. And if Jackson <laughs> was born here, that means even more Arizonan because now I have a kid who was born here. So. So basically, but overcast I- days, you need to like them. I need to. I need to learn how to love them like Christian does. <laughs> Today was overcast, for example, and I was just not really? feeling it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's like the whole day's <laughs> on sale. It's like it's like you had a discounted sun, but like I don't know, it's just like everything's great about it. So yeah. it's not as hot That's and everything's so great. Okay, all right. And then Christian, where'd you serve your mission? So I served my mission in Utah. <laughs> Yay, Utah. <laughs> Can't escaped it. <laughs> It's beautiful. We love Utah. 
Yeah. So I was in uh, the northern area in Utah. So it's like Ogden and Logan. So, yeah, I really liked it. Um, it was a great place. And it's also awesome because he's been able to go back and visit so many times, obviously, because we went to school in Utah. So, yep. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard not to have Utah draw you in. So. And you went to school at BYU and you studied mm-hmm. what? So I originally actually went to Arizona State University and I went there for a year and then I started my mission. Then I came back and did two more years at ASU and the whole time I was studying engineering. Um, and then about, you know, that was like my third year in or, you know, three and a half years in um, was the point that naturally you decide you no longer want to be an engineer. So, <laughs> so um, then I was wondering like what to do like with my future and I put a lot of thought into it and I was like, you know, I really like the math of things, um, but I didn't want to like, I guess, exactly be um, an engineer. And so I was looking at other like fields and, and my dad, he mentioned that there's this other career field um, and he said it was really interesting and he's only heard of like one person in his life who's ever done it before. And he said, it's interesting because you calculate when people die. And that was like legit, like a quote from my dad. And so like, and then like months later from hearing that, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things you talk in the back of your head. Months later, you hear, but like, I was like thinking about what I should do next. You know, I was having the whole crisis of major that I feel like most people have at some point in their lives. I call him up and I was like, um, like asking him like what what is that field like that you were talking about and he didn't even know the name of it and he just knew that it was a thing (laughs) and so I started googling who calculates when people die (laughs) which you get some really interesting results but finally like I came across the name of the profession so um, I am an actuary what I do is I use statistics um, probability and math um, and modeling in order to calculate um, premiums for insurance companies or consulting firms, um, used for other things like business, um, for mergers, um, health insurance, life insurance. That's where the whole calculating people die thing comes from with life insurance. So yeah, so that's my job. And so I work for a consulting company here in Phoenix, and I consult um, state governments on their Medicaid. Yeah, every time he explains it, I try to listen really carefully so I know exactly what to say the next time somebody asks me what he does. So well, in this case, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh no, you calculate Medicare, <laughs> Medicaid, <laughs> shoot, you calculate Medicaid for the state of New Jersey. Sure, yeah. You consult the state of New Jersey on their Medicaid. Good. <laughs> Good. good I'll get better. I mean, I've only heard it a thousand times. (laughs) And if anybody asks what he does, just be like, oh, we have a podcast about it. There you go. He explains it perfectly. I'll just pull it up on my phone and play the clip for them. There you go. Brilliant. Done. And then whenever anybody asks me, I always say that I model for a living. So (laughs) he makes mathematical models. Wow. Well, I don't say that part, but I should let them infer. I know. Clearly. (laughs) He's a math model. He's a math model. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How tall are you, Christian? <laughs> I am six foot three. Yep. Six foot three. I if I had to explain Christian, I would say he is hands down the best guy I've ever met in my entire life. Without question. 
he's so just good and happy and he's so positive and he totally balances me out like he keeps it cool and he knows something about every single thing (laughs) and if I don't I make it up he just makes it up (laughs) as he goes I love it aka our first date (laughs) yeah so for our first date Christian took me on a tour of BYU campus so so let me let me let me add in here so as a college (laughs) student it's really important that you stay within a budget because otherwise you end up with just colossal student debt or working more than you want to so you try to find like inexpensive dates and especially like sounds bad especially if it's a first date because you know you don't want to spend on a lot on a first date and you have like no interest in the person so yeah (laughs) you try to find like cheap dates you know and it makes total sense right at least to a mathematical person it makes a lot of sense anyway (laughs) so I was like what can I do and so I took her on a tour of campus even though she was at she's been at BYU like a lot longer than I was at that point (laughs) um I took her on a tour and you know it's I I thought it was funny just because it's like I don't know it's a really pretty campus and you know you could talk to her the whole lot and like um and the whole time you know you make up things as you go it's like oh this bush here is famous for you know xyz okay it was actually I thought it was the funniest thing ever like the best for first date because I thought it was so brave first of all because the whole date was based on his personality like it would have been so easy to go like do something where you don't really like like mini golf, there's like something to be doing. But this date, like it was fully like, j- it was just hilarious because he's like, this tree was planted by Brigham Young and just like making it up as we go. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious. It was so fun. And it, yeah, it was the best. Right. And I would like to point out that not everything on the tour was fake. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there were some cool things. Like you look up things about the campus, it's kind of neat. And you like talk about it. But I don't know. The majority was completely like false. So but hilarious and it was it was so awesome yeah the nice part about the date is like if it's going well you can extend it and like take her to more parts of the area you know so luckily we made it around all of campus does that mean that I was a good first date (laughs) yeah we made it all the way around campus and over to the the place where you guys so (laughs) you didn't just take me to one building and say let's go home (laughs) oh that's it (laughs) she's like wow that guy's a weirdo (laughs) took me to the science building that's about it (laughs) No, it was awesome. So we were actually set up on a blind date, like I think I've mentioned before. And thank goodness for that. And thank goodness we both said yes. Christian almost didn't say yes. <gasps> so blessings that he did. You know, because like, you know, after a while, like blind dates become rough because, you know, your friends and family, they set you up on these dates. And the only qualifier to set you up on these dates is I know someone else that's single. Like that's like the that's like literally the only thing in people's mind. That's like, right. oh, I know a single person. I know another single person. Let me set them up. It's not like, oh, you guys both love X, Y, Z. You know, it's like, no, you just you just saw a single person and you just have this compulsion to set them up. So. Yep. Yeah, and so most of them like don't work out, and so like you start to have like a pretty cynical attitude towards first dates, because I don't know, you just never have to know how they're gonna go, and very rarely do they ever like lead to a second date. So. <laughs> I agree. I was getting pretty over it too at that point. Mm-hmm. So. But we but think this one worked out for because it wasn't just one person that knew both of us. So the person who set us up, it actually wasn't one person. So it was my friend from my mission asked her brother-in-law mm-hmm. for like a good guy. 
And so he asked, like, obviously, like, Christian came to mind. And so it was weird, though, because I didn't know the brother-in-law, and my friend didn't know Christian. And so, like, the chances, I feel like, were super low of it working out, but they just magically did. Yeah, but if you think about it, if, like, someone in, like, you know, a pool of people you know, you grab, like, a really great person, and then you talk to someone else, and they don't know who you're talking about, and, like, they grab another really, like, good person, maybe that would work. Yeah, know. that's true, because maybe it's someone you wouldn't cross paths with naturally, but yeah. just being a good person, <laughs> not saying that, like, we're amazing, I'm just saying, like, it just worked out that way. Yep. And your parents met on a blind date, right, Alyssa? They did. They totally did. Runs in the fam, it's, I guess. It, it really does. <laughs> so tell Jackson never to turn down a blind date. Okay. Yes. More of the story. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's the cutest story. I'm so glad you both said yes. Me um, too. Yeah. And Christian is a, an amazing guy. He is so punny. And if I ever need a really good Instagram caption or just I need a clever response back to a guy's like hinge message. I text Alyssa and she asks Christian and then guys think I'm literally hilarious and so smart, but it's not me. <laughs> yeah, I'm still charging Brooke for those. She hasn't paid me. <laughs> it's been like, yeah, like 10, I need, oh, you're like 10 bucks now, right now, but one dollar no. response. So funny. He is so good. Like if we ever need any kind of caption, we're like, Christian, <laughs> help me. Help, please. <laughs> and the funny part is, is that he doesn't even have social media, so... He's just naturally good at it and doesn't use it for himself. Right. I just have all these ideas stocked up in my brain that I would, would use for my own social media, but I don't have any. So. Yeah. Point of the story is Christian is so awesome. So that's why we wanted to bring him on today because just to get his knowledge and all the good stuff he has to share. Yes. So I totally agree. <laughs> that's how I knew he was just perfect right off the bat. <laughs> too nice. I am not. I am not perfect. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> You're like, like Mary yes, Poppins, <laughs> but like a guy version of Mary Poppins, practically yeah. perfect in every. I don't way. think a guy wants to be called Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the guy version. No. <laughs> it will become a movie eventually, maybe, possibly. I don't know. You could star. Uh, you could be the first no. Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. This is fun. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> the real pun master <laughs> he's, oh, he's rubbing off on me after these few years i love it i love it all right should we just dive into these questions we have let's dive in let's get okay. deep we're gonna get real deep okay christian how did you prepare for your future wife aka Alyssa? like how did you prepare spiritually like in school like just all the stuff like how did you prepare um yeah that's a that's a really good question. I think, I think something really important, um, in order to like prepare for like meeting your spouse is just like making sure you're ready at the time. Um, because like you never know when that's going to happen or if you already have in the past or, or anything like that. Like you know, a lot of times I feel like you could have already met your spouse, but, um, you know, the situation, like it's, it's not the right time or, you know, it takes a while, but, like I think preparation is like a like a constant thing like it's not like you know you're going camping like oh, I'm going to prepare one time to go camping and I'm going to go camping it's like I'm constantly like training for it almost you know and keeping yourself like you know fit for you know the time when you do meet your spouse and like I, I think a lot of it is like 
you know, you prepare yourself to meet someone who is like generally like the same. Um, and like the, the, the better you make yourself, like, you know, the better your spouse is going to be in return, you know? Because that's who you're attracting. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I definitely think, like, what you put out there is what you get out. Like, it's what you, like, returns to you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, a big, that's a big factor. Um, and so I think just, you know, be the person that I want to eventually end up with, you know? So, like, yeah. And so I, I think that's, like, a, a major factor. So it's, it's a constant like process and if someone isn't in like that you know state um i think that's where they they need to be um and i think another big portion of it is like like learning to um you know love you love yourself honestly and to be okay with like you know yourself as you are mm-hmm. um yeah and i think that creates like a really stable process to you know allow someone else to come into your life i love that that's so good See, guys, this is why we asked Christian to help us. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is why we asked him the questions. <laughs> yes. So and good. I feel like when we met, I could tell, like, he was ready because he, I don't know, you could just see it. Like, this was somebody who really did prepare and was prepared for, because it's crazy. Like, you can literally meet someone, like we were talking about on our singles episode. You can literally meet someone in, like, the snap of a finger, and it just happens and it's so important that you are in the right place for that to happen so that when it does, you're like, yeah, this feels right. This feels good. You can move forward. You don't have to deal with um, kind of starting over with yourself and like starting from the beginning. So I think that preparation is like the most important thing when you're dating. Yeah. And, and I also like to say like, like when I met Alyssa, like it just did, it didn't feel forced at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like really like smooth and natural and um like almost like freaky how natural it was yeah so so yeah so like that that's super good Mm -hmm. and um like it it gives you like a lot of confidence and like it was just like so simple and then pretty soon like you just don't even realize it but you just keep on thinking of the person as like you know being your future spouse and you know yeah yeah it was it was like crazy how natural it was like christian was saying like every like next step we took like becoming like dating seriously and then getting engaged and then getting married like it all felt like a natural process of this is just like how things are supposed to progress and I think that was because we had both been striving not that we were perfect in any way but like we were striving to be the best versions of ourselves um since we were very young so yeah exactly and it's cool just like even like hearing the story because like Christian, you are not even at BYU, but because you've like wanted to change your major and stuff like that. And then I don't know. Did you go to BYU specifically to become an actuary? Like I. Yeah, I did. actually. Or like, OK, yeah. OK. How crazy? Because the reason your career and that's like a really awesome career, like um, for even just like supporting a family like that led to you to go to BYU and like met Alyssa. So it's just like, even like it was just like cool because like God's preparing you just in every little thing it's just awesome like hearing how everything lines up right yeah and that kind of reminds me like so yeah I forgot to mention like so after um I was talking after that conversation with my dad I you know looked up an actuary what an actuary was and I like saw like a bunch of good things about it and I was like okay I like this I'm gonna do this um and then I thought about it and I was like well if I'm not at ASU for engineering like I guess there's no real reason for me to be here anymore 
And so, because that was like the engineering school, right? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like I had I had a scholarship to ASU for engineering. And so I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. I was like, you know, I think a lot of times people have like the thought of like, well, I don't know, like, is this right? And so I, I just like Googled like top actuarial schools and BYU is in like the top three. So like that was really encouraging. And I was like, hey, like, I think I could get in there and it'd, I think it'd be cool to go there too and just like change the pace and stuff, um, you know, and then after like praying about it too, like that, you know, I'll just like helps like confirm it. Yeah. It turned out to be like a great experience, but what I was going to say about like, you know, preparing yourself like to meet your spouse eventually, um, is I had the person that the person that I knew who set me up, um, with Alyssa, he had like one extra class he had to take in order to graduate and he didn't sign up in time. And like, he like the class was like full um so but I, I got in and so like he was just gonna like wait another semester and so I got into the class and I showed up and then the professor said okay for any of you who have showed up today like I'll give you like an like who weren't able to register for this class I can give you an extra like special like access code mm-hmm. um and there's only 10 of them so he's like, come talk to me after and I'll give you an access code so you can like come join the class. And so like, I just thought about like this guy and, and like, we were like close, like we had some classes together. Um, but you know, like, I, I mean, I just thought about him. I was like, oh, let me just go get him a code. So I like, went up there and asked for a code and the professor gave it to me. And then I texted him and said, hey, do you want to take this class this semester in the summer? Wow. Like I can even like help you out. And so like, I like, he's like, no way. Like you got me, like you got me into the class basically. And so I gave it to him and he like got in um, and like I helped him out like a ton all throughout like class. I took notes and I shared with him. And I remember even thinking at one point, I was like, 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 man, like I, I sure am helping this guy like a lot. <laughs> I was like, well, like, why am I even doing this? You know, like, I don't know, because he like stopped showing up to class altogether. And I was like giving him the notes oh. for like tests and stuff like that oh, i was like yeah. why do why do i care this much about his <laughs> his helping him yeah and so partway through the class he like texts me and, and is like hey are you are you like would you be interested in going on a blind date <laughs> and i remember thinking i was like oh i don't know like probably not like <laughs> and he's like he's like are you sure and i was like i don't know and i was like okay like yeah yeah i can <laughs> <laughs> I remember being super hesitant about it. But then I also remember, I remember exactly where I was. I was in this, like, in this, like, business building um, on campus. And I remember, like, like after I said, like, yeah, like, okay. Um, he was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll send you her information. And, like, so he sent me her information. And I remember he sent me, like, a, like a, like a screenshot from, like, one of her, like, social media accounts. And I remember... Like, you know, before you can, like, see the messages, it says, like, you know, this person sent you, like, an image. I remember thinking about it, and, like, I don't know, like, I kind of I kind of felt that, like, I just felt different about it. And I was like, what if this is, like, literally the first time ever I'm seeing my wife? Aww. <laughs> oh, that's so and, cute. And, yeah, and I was, like, kind of, like, I was, like, <sighs> and, like, that's why it sounded, like, cheesy or corny or whatever, but I remember, like, I actually, like, went like over to a different area of the like the business building as I was like walking around like going between class or whatever and I sat down and like wanted like a second to like sit and so like I like like opened it up and like saw a picture of her and I just, I don't know I just felt really good and um. I got I got like 
<laughs> really, really excited. And I don't know. It was just like, like I had like no doubts after like that. And like, I just yeah, it felt great. So And the rest is history. Yeah. And I just want to add like all of the work that he put in to help his friend, his like acquaintance, <laughs> like it's no surprise that that's like the first guy the guy thought of when my friend asked him. Like, hey, do you know a good guy? Like, of course Christian came to mind because he was doing so much to serve. So, like, he was doing the right thing at the right time and thank goodness for me. Mm-hmm. And it just all works out. It just all turned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really yeah. did. It's so cool because, like, regardless if, like, if you're aware or not, but, like, God's hand was in your life, like, throughout it. You know, and I'm sure, like, you were inspired to keep helping this guy and you're, like, questioning, like, why am I doing this? But it, I feel like, you know, you really were. Like, God was, like, you know, help, like, pushing you to do so and like you're just a good guy in general so you always help other people but I just feel like God's like you really need to help him you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just that's that just extra a really push. cool story <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and so I think that's just really cool to like live in a way that the spirit can work it with you all the time just because you just never know like well obviously God just wants the best for you so as you let him work in your, like your life You'll be blessed. That's just really, really cool. I love that. And do, wait, did you hear that story? Is that the first time that you heard him like looking at the picture of you? No, did you I've know heard that? It okay. Before. okay, that's like my favorite story. I'm like, tell me that story again. Yes. <laughs> the time that you opened that picture of me. Look at this wait, now. recording. You... I'll, I'll send you yeah, this to you. That's cute. <laughs> wait, what? Do you know what picture it was on your social? Yes, Brick. It was the one that you took by the Y. Wow. When I got oh into the gosh. PR program. Cute. Yeah. Or was it the donut Wait. one? No, it was that one. It was that one. Yeah. Wow. I love that I was kind of a part of this. You were part of it, experience. Brooke. If it weren't for your <laughs> photography skills, like, we don't know. Wow. We really don't know. <laughs> um, But That's my so side cute. of the story, I was sent, this kind of leads into our next topic, but I was sent a picture of Christian from his LinkedIn because that's <laughs> the only social media <laughs> that he has. Oh, and so I was like, ooh, he's so handsome and looks so sophisticated. And then he <laughs> called me before our date and we talked for like 20 minutes and it was like the best conversation. Aww. And I felt so good about it. And yeah, again, the rest is history. And we're so lucky. Yeah. That's the cutest story. I love it. That's perfect. So that was our first question. The next one. So you talked about social media, like telling the story because you only had LinkedIn. So why don't you have social media? Um, yeah. So like obviously all throughout like high school, like I had social media and then like the majority of like college I had it. First off, let me start by like I got rid of it back in like 2016. So I guess it's been four years. Yeah. Almost, almost exactly four years. I guess like the, the reason why I, gosh, I have so many <laughs> and, and so many reasons why like, I haven't gotten it back. <laughs> um, I started, I guess, noticing a couple things about myself, um, with social media and like granted, like the, there, there, there's a lot like of like good things, um, that come from a social media, but like, I guess I was just thinking about like how it was like affecting me in my own life. Um, and 2016 was back like when I was single and like, I just remember thinking like about like how much, like, first of all, how much time I was spending on social media, like, you know, seeing what all these other people were doing in their lives. I also started noticing like my mood and how my mood would like shift and change. And I remember the, like the specific, like 
a couple of days even like it was, like, it was I'm talking about like it was such an event but mm-hmm. a couple of days before I remember like I was const like literally constantly on it um I was doing like summer sales with a friend of mine and he and I were just you know chilling at our house at night and there was like nothing to do it's just easy and so yeah so you're just always on and I remember like I would like get back onto like my account and I would like look and I've seen literally every single posting on there yeah and then I would wait a little bit and then I'd open it up again and see all of the same posts and I was like oh my gosh like I'm literally looking at this so much that like you know there's nothing like Facebook can't even like keep up like (laughs) you know and there's just like and I remember just like feeling like at sometimes like you know happy and then sad and then happy and then sad and I remember just feeling like so so overly obsessed with what was going on and I kept thinking I was like this this cannot be like good for me my brain my mind like my body anything and so I remember I like deleted it and I was like you know what I want to like delete it and like actually like get rid of it like have it like maybe like completely gone like I can't even like ever like redownload it type of stuff and in order to do that on Facebook I think I had to like send an email to somebody like it's like it's like a process like they don't actually really delete your stuff like you have to like actually request it all be like wiped away I don't know what it's like what it's like now but um anyway so I did that and it was like gone gone and um I remember like a couple like it was a couple days or weeks after like every time I opened up my phone like my thumb would like twitch to like right where like the spot was of the app or like right where to like you know like the the like the browser was like type in you know like the like the domain name Mm -hmm. and likewise on my computer I remember like when I was in college like I would always open up like the like my college's homepage, you know like log into like you know do online stuff and then I'd always open up another tab and it'd always be like, you know, the social media accounts. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was so natural to open up multiple tabs and like flip to all of them, you know, yeah. or just have them like open up on default. And I remember like it was so it was so like almost like freaky how trained and like how like addicted I was to it. And that's what kind of really kept me away from ever like going back is because I, I literally felt like it was like a drug, like 100 percent like a drug. And um, after I got rid of it. Um, I honestly, like I did notice like my mood, my mood and like my attitude, like stabilized, honestly. And I became, I stopped becoming like so obsessed with what other people were doing. And like, I remember thinking about like somebody that I met, you know, in high school, like I barely knew them in high school and yet I'm so involved in knowing like what's going on in their lives. It's like, I, I honestly, I don't care what they're doing. Like, why is it like, they're always at the top of my, like, you know, my feed. Mm -hmm. And so like it just like came to like a lot of realizations. And I think the biggest thing was I I realized that like, you know, like I just need to focus on me, you know, I need to focus on like how I'm doing and how I feel and like, and not compare myself. And and cause it's so hard to see what other people are doing and just not even just even in the slightest compare yourself. Um, It's so hard just to see a picture of someone else and just be like completely happy for what they're doing and not think of what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. Those are like some of the reasons I have several more I could go on and on and on, but yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that was like one of the things that I've loved about you, which is kind of hypocritical because I have social media, obviously, (laughs) but like I never had to worry about that. And I don't know. I just really found that attractive that you could just like be you and that you weren't worried about what everybody else is doing. And yeah, I just loved that. 
I think as well, like just think about like how much time like you spend on social media. Like even if you consider like, you know, you're on there for 40 minutes to an hour every day, you know, like you're on 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon, 20 minutes before you go to bed. Like that's pretty small compared to what most people do. But even that, like an hour every day, like times 365 days, just think about that much time. That's like two college courses worth of social media. Like how scary is that? You know, and then think about the people that are on there for like over two hours. Like you're, you know, most phones will tell you how, how long you're on apps in like your screen time. And like that is the scary part. And so just think about what you could be doing. Like imagine if you just spent all that time cleaning your, like your house, how clean would your house be? I mean, that's just an example, yeah. but like imagine, yeah, like, oh, and that's another thing. I, I really got into books. Yeah. And so since then I've read an unbelievable amount of books. Thank you for sharing. Now I'm like, oh, I should just delete mine. <laughs> I know. Because there's just, the thing is, like, we talked about our social media episode. There's just way more cons to social media. Yeah. And it's not making me a better person. So, like, <laughs> why do I have it? Yeah, and there's no comparing to, with others. And I feel like, especially with women, I feel like that we, like, always compare ourselves with others. Like, that's a thing. So, it's just, like, so yeah. many things. I'm like, I should just delete it. <laughs> you know? I think- so, anyways. I think along with that, like even, you know, on like a guy's perspective with it, it's like, it's so hard to see someone like get a new truck and not want a new truck, you know? And so just like how many purchases I've been able to avoid because I don't have social media, you know, and just think Mm -hmm. about that. Like, like, oh, they have all these new clothes. Like I need some new clothes, you know, or like, oh, they have these new shoes that look really good or whatever. Oh, they're a part of this, like, you know, like softball, like I ought to get into softball. And it's just like all this garbage I just don't need. Like, you know, anyway. Yeah, I feel that for sure. I think that most of my purchase ideas come from Instagram. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I will say it is challenging to do it when you're single. Not going to lie. I don't know how you did that. Because like Brick and I were talking about last week, it's basically like a dating app too. Yeah. social media. And so it's like and you can't like stalk people who you're interested in. Like you literally just don't have that connection. Yeah, I, I think that there's like. Yeah, like I, I, I'm a little bit more like okay with it for single, or like people that are single. But anyway. Yeah. yeah, and that's just really cool. That's another example of just how God prepared you. Like you were able to see, like, hey, this isn't making me better, and that step just led you closer to meeting Alyssa and just preparing you for that. So that's just that's really cool. It just shows what kind of like a person you are. Just to to delete it and just be like, hey, I'm done. That's yeah. really cool. That takes a lot. And like to actually like send in an email and make it that official <laughs> where you're like, there is no going yeah. back. Yeah. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really worth it. And like, like I said, like, I think the biggest thing is like, I can't even imagine like, y- you know, cause like everyone like struggles with like, I think like mental illnesses of like some f- form or like part. And I-, I really honestly think that like social media plays into a lot of it. Like, like it's like absolutely proven you know you can look up like several scientific studies of like watching people's like brains like as they see images of other people and how they just fluctuate so heavily you know and then like with that goes like hormones and then anxiety depression and it's just like building a culture of anxiety and depression and so i think the best way to like stabilize a mood is you know to delete it because like if you're just focusing on yourself and god like what else matters you know and then I think, like, as you become, like, more and more, like, whole and more and more, more, like, confident in yourself, which I do think it builds confidence, um, you know, you're able to, like, really find, like, the best self. So. And even if I'm ever, like, 
in a bad mood or, or upset about something, like Christian's number one counsel is like, maybe take a break for a little bit on the social media or something. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's not affecting me. But looking back and obviously like the research you were talking about, like it does, it actually really does affect you. And so that's really And I was advice. just thinking, so like in the next life, I believe like we'll remember everything. Like in this life, we don't remember <laughs> everything, but I feel like it, we will always, we, we take with us what we learned and how stinky would it be if like, oh, I just remember taking a lot of pictures and being on social media instead of like oh. actually being in the president and enjoying that. Cause then, cause you actually will remember everything. You'll always you sick. Yeah. Because it's because like now I'm like, oh, I have to take a picture of this because if I don't, then I won't remember it. But it's like, but I will in the next life. So like, I don't, I'm not going to take all these pictures with me in the next life. I'm not going to take all these Instagram followers. I don't know. I'm getting really deep here, but like, I just no, had that thought. I love that. That's so. so good. And it just, our past couple of episodes have just really honestly made me want to take a huge step back me and look too. at the situation here. Like I got to figure something out. Like, like the study that we read last week, like even cutting out 30 minutes does amazing things for you and so mm-hmm. like if I just set a time or like only at 9 p.m. I look at it it's just so hard I don't know why it's a habit my thumb goes to it yeah no, it's a drug yeah and like we were talking about last week like it's when you're feeling upset or uncomfortable and you don't want to sit in those feelings and you just try mm-hmm. to distract yourself and so yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah, that's a good so point crazy. too yeah um I yeah. likewise kind of what you were, you were saying Brooke I remember um, when was it? It was like, it, it was, it was a picture taken, um, by some news organization. It was like, of, it was like, it was like in England when the queen was like going down the street or something like that. And like they, like someone took a picture of the crowd and like literally every single person had their phone out. Like, and there was like, you know what, you know what I'm talking about? Like the photo. And it was like, yeah. like, oh like a hundred people and all like literally every single one of them has their phone trying to record it capturing the moment there's only one little tiny lady like sitting there just like looking with enjoying her eyeballs, it like, enjoying it wow and so I, I like i literally i remember that and like like i remember thinking like like that's gonna be me i'm gonna be the little old lady like <laughs> so that's super powerful anyway. yeah that's i think it so is good yeah i forgot about that picture that's a really good picture yeah I think there's a lot of pros and cons to like obviously like recording stuff, but like, you know, being in the moment and like, I, th- I feel like it's hard to be like when, you know, we're worried about like what's on social media, you know, we're like trying to create this like special moment just so I can post on social media so other people can see that I also participate in special moments, you know? That's true. Yeah. And that just goes off of, it's just like a circle. But if we post a picture going, oh, I want people to see how cool I am, then they're going to see that and maybe they'll compare it and they won't feel good about themselves. <laughs> why would we want to do that to people right exactly this is a topic that we could go on and on about we I know <laughs> we, did a whole episode. we did a whole episode last week and <laughs> now we're just so like, like back in uh, it <laughs> I know I know seriously but I love your perspective Christian so dating advice all that stuff well first actually let's go into just how dating Alyssa so <laughs> let's just talk about that. <laughs> oh no! And then we're gonna and then we're gonna go into like, what's your advice on dating in general? So those are so first one, just like dating Alyssa. Anything you have to say? Any just really good sound bites here? <laughs> um, dating Alyssa sound bites. <laughs> Always wear a clean shirt. No, <laughs> no. Um, let's see. 
We could talk about how I beat you at ping pong every single time. Yeah. Ooh, Alyssa that's very juicy. Good at, like the sports you don't think of. <laughs> so like go-karting and ping pong and like yeah, Alyssa's cornhole good at all that stuff. and like all yes. those other like random things. She's excellent at all of them. She you know, is. this is my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, tell me how good I am at <laughs> mini golf. <laughs> so I love it. she crushed me like, and I remember like I was trying my like literally my hardest and it didn't matter Aww. like I'd be like pure focus and she would like barely even try like, and it, but like the thing is it wasn't even luck it was consistent she was consistently good like like and like when we play cornhole she's consistently good at cornhole and she like it was like laughing and like not even looking and yet she, it's so random. The talent, the talent. And the thing is, I no, I've been there. So nice. I've been there with her playing all these things, and I'm like, what is happening? Thank goodness she was on my team the majority of the time. So I was like, yes. Oh my gosh, no, that's you guys are nice. I was totally kidding, but honestly, dating Christian, it was just easy. Like we were saying before, we did a lot of Christian did the. Oh, he was so good at planning dates, just so creative. One of my favorites was. Um, a picnic. So we did frisbee golf. I was not good at frisbee golf, though. <laughs> Christian's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he put together this picnic basket that was the best picnic basket I've ever seen in my life. There was everything. It was so That's classy. So it was so perfect. And so that was super fun. Um, we just made all the little moments fun. And I think that that's one of the things that I just loved about Christian because I knew that no matter what we were going through in life or what we, our situation, like it was always going to be comfortable and fun. And he always makes a bad day better. And he did Aww. that when we were dating and he still does that today. So yeah, he's the best. Okay. Christian, did you call Alyssa every single time before a date? Yeah, I did. Yeah, actually, I thought that was kind of important to do. Um, I think as well, um, yeah, it becomes like less, I mean, you know, like less so important, like as you like, you know, progress throughout the relationship. But like in the beginning, yeah, I think it's really important to like call beforehand. Yeah, I loved that. It was always nice. I could ask like, oh, okay, what are we doing? And he was always awesome to tell me everything. <laughs> yeah. And I like that you said that he was really good at planning dates and he calls. Like, that's so amazing. When a guy calls you, he plans a thing and you're never confused at like, wait, is this a date? Am I paying for myself? Yes. I don't know what's happening. It's so good when the guy's just like, hey, like, I'm asking you on a date. It's so cute. And especially when they plan and you don't get in the car and they're like, so what do you want to do? Ugh. It's like, okay. Yes. <laughs> the worst. It's, just, I know. it's really is the worst. It's like, uh, so you're asking me what you, what I want you to pay for? <laughs> Yeah. No, literally, that's exactly what goes through it's your the mind. Worst. Like, I, I, like, I we don't can know. Go it really is to the a worst. park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also loved it because I knew exactly what to prepare for. So, like, if we were gonna go on a hike, I could obviously wear the appropriate attire. And if we we're going to a movie, like, I could bring a sweater because it's cold. You know, like I can prepare for these things. Yeah. And so that was one of the nicest things ever about getting a heads up before the date because we've all been I on dates that. where you just don't get that and it's just not fun mm -hmm. like I went on a double date it was a month ago and <laughs> the girl the other couple 
the guy didn't tell the girl it was a hike and she was in nice outfit like her hair was like she totally like bumped bumped it and Uh, she had so much makeup on no and like (laughs) and this poor girl too she lives in new york city and she just matched with this guy on a dating app and I don't, I don't know how he didn't tell her that it was a hike. And then another thing that was so funny is she brought her purse on the hike. <laughs> like, it wasn't a backpack. It was, like, an actual, like, purse. And it wasn't, like, didn't have a strap either. Like, she held it, like, between her arms. Oh, no. <laughs> and she's, like, carrying it on this hike. And this hike turned out to be three hours long. <laughs> three hours long. And seven minutes into the hike, though, she's like, um, guys, I don't know if I can do this. And I'm like, oh, no. Seven and minutes? guys were like... It's like, yes, yeah, seven <laughs> minutes in. And the guys were actually awful because they're like, oh, no, you got this. You got this. But it was like the slowest what? hike in my life. And <laughs> this this poor girl. Me. Poor girl. Literally, you know, she went home and I was like, guys, I literally went on the worst day ever. Because you know it was a terrible day for her. Awful. Like, she didn't know it was a hike. So, yeah, long story short is you got to tell the girl. Got to tell but her. What to expect. Yeah. <laughs> my question is, why do so many people hike for dates? I just don't I just don't get it. <laughs> I think there's a hundred other things you could do besides like the hiking. I don't know. That's just me. Like, no, it's not a good look when you're out of breath and you're like trying to survive. Yeah. Maybe some guys are trying to see if you have stamina. Well, I I remember going on a hike with you on one of our dates and I remember like getting to the top and being so winded. I was like, I was like, I would really like (laughs) to talk to you right now, (laughs) but I'm extremely sweaty. We were both just like (laughs) gasping at the top of the Y. We're like, okay. And I, I remember thinking, I'm like, I'm never going on a hike for a date ever again. Yeah. It's because I, like, I'm like trying to communicate and it's just like impossible. Yeah. Like, I guess if it was just like a short, mild, like very like gentle incline. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Like hike. But like this was like, like as hardcore of a, like a hike, like capital letters, like H-I-K-E. <laughs> this is a hike. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are nature people out there who just eat that up. But I, mm, not my fave. Well, I remember the pictures, though. You guys looked amazing in those pictures. <laughs> so cute. You're and so in nice. And second, though, I totally understand. And also, usually hikes, you only, well, for the Y, you can walk side by side. Yes. But that hike, you you only could walk in single file. Oh, so no. So the guy was, like, talking to me, and I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. Oh, no. And so I had to, like, turn around and look. But, of course, like, I trip over things. It was just, like, really high stress oh, for me. No. <laughs> that reminds me of a date that I had back in the day. Um, we went longboarding, not Christian and I, this is just some guy and <laughs> some he, guy. we obviously can't longboard like right next to each other. And so he was in oh, front yeah. of me. He would ask me a question face forward. Oh. I could not hear oh. him. And then he turned no. and look at me like backward <laughs> for my answer. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like I literally didn't hear you. And he did that like a million times the entire day. And I was like, this is just the worst. We just stopped talking after a while. I was like, this, this is just not working. <laughs> That's so funny, but yes. Yeah, so you got to be strategic in the dates. You got to plan it. Hence Strate- the tour yes. of BYU. Like that, yeah. that is, you know, it's all about talking. <laughs> yes. Yep, personality. It, it honestly really is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like don't plan a huge like date where you can't talk. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's all about the talking. Yep. Yes. So um, any advice, though, Christian, for um, guys out there with dating? Like, because Alyssa and I, I feel like we just went off on things, but like, I, I mean, did. <laughs> a guy like you obviously are married now and you won over Alyssa like won me so over. like any tips or anything for guys um yeah I think I think the biggest thing kind of along the lines of what we said is just like you know if when you are planning dates like make sure like you set the expectations beforehand like what what it's going to be um because 
in my experience, like no girl likes to plan like the, the date, like at all, like, (laughs) (laughs) like almost all of them are okay with what's happening as long as like, they don't have to like plan it, which is like totally fine. So, so, so be strategic about it. (laughs) Ooh, it's a game then. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Do you think dating is a game? It's a battlefield. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How long guys did you guys date before you kissed? And do you think there's there's like a a rule to this? Like Ooh. you have to go out a certain amount of times before you kiss. I don't. I think it's different for every person. But we went on our first date in May 2017. And we didn't kiss until August, right? Yeah, it was like six dates or something. But yeah, no we life. our dates were pretty spread out because we were both pretty busy during the summer. Yeah. And so, I mean, that obviously had a part in that, but yeah. 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 And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a right way to do that. I think it just totally depends on the person. Right. Like when it feels right, you know. What about you? What do you I think, like Brooke? That. Yeah, I guess because every relationship is different. Yeah. And things progress at different speeds. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, kissing definitely adds another, like, element. And so, yeah. I like that you guys, like, got to know each other until you added that into it. I think that was huge. Huge for sure. Mm -hmm. So, are you ready for another question? Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, like, how did preparing for your future wife, like, prepare you for marriage? Like, how? Because I feel like you were just so prepared. For everything and so like how has like everything led up to just now marriage oh um yeah let me think about that <laughs> and you guys have been married for like two years right yeah two years mm-hmm. um two years i think the some of the things that like prepared me the most for marriage was um like learning how to be my own person you know um and i i think i think mainly because that means like i'm not coming into the relationship with like a bunch of like I guess things I need the other person to do for me. You know what I mean? Um, And so like when you get two people that, you know, are able to like, you know, handle any situation, it just makes marriage so much easier, you know, because yeah. Cause when you, when you get like in the scenario where, you know, you can only do like certain things, like, you know, that's, I think that's when you run into like trouble, you know, because you put that that like that what you like it puts extra stress on the other spouse so and i think i think the biggest thing that like prepares you is to like i guess learn how to be like selfless in the marriage mm-hmm. like marriage is absolutely like a two-way street one of the best quotes that a buddy of mine like told me like a long time ago was um a marriage should be two people both trying to outserve each other and i think that's what makes it the best it, like there's no there's no scorekeeping you know there's no like you know I, I did the dishes therefore you need to do this you know it, it's none of that it's like I'm gonna do the dishes and the laundry and everything else too and if you pick up anything in between like that's awesome but I'm gonna do all of that because I love you mm-hmm. you know and then like in turn like the spouse as well should be like I'm gonna try to do everything as well because I love you and if both people are trying to outserve each other like I think that's when you have like a like a, a beautiful marriage um you know where uh, like everything works out and everything like both people are very happy yeah so yeah that's awesome advice and that shows me a lot of why you are the way you are because christian is constantly like 
doing more than I ever expected him to ever. Yeah. No. Okay. That's so many things. Well, first it's like, remember this sounds really weird coming off first, but like, remember how I said like, um, so on a mission, Elder Cornish, she came and he was like, um, why does your mom love you? Yeah. Because she serves you. Mm-hmm. And as when you're married, as you serve, you lo- like love your partner more and more. And I love that. Like, there's no resentment. You just, you just serve them. And there's, um, a talk that I read is preparing yourself for marriage by elder Eric Shumway. And it's like everything you said, Christian, like is what he said. It's so cool. Wow. Like, it's like you read this, but it's cool. Cause you've experienced marriage for two years. Um, but he does, he literally talks about, um, just improving yourself and being happy because your partner can't like make you happy. You have to be just happy on yourself. And there's a quote that I really, really like, so I'm going to read it. But he says, um, um, cultivate a cheerful attitude and the ability to laugh, even at yourself. A sour face and grumpy disposition are truly a gruesome burden to impose on roommates and others. Get a handle on your moods. Learn how to act better than you feel. Some might ask, isn't that hypocritical? Certainly not. You might not be able to choose how you feel, but you can choose how to act. Ooh, I need to work on every single thing that you just read. <laughs> and so I, I, this like hit me so much. But the thing is, first off, everyone, Christian, Alyssa, in my eyes, are perfect, and they no. are so even tempered, like no, so calm, As amazing people. <laughs> I can so, get real grumpy. No. <laughs> Um, Alyssa, I have lived with you. I know you. But point of story is like, I personally need to work on this, but I just really like this. And so I just feel like you both are really good examples of this already. Oh, thanks, And you've Brooke. two years of marriage. Like, you guys just know what's up. Aww, so anyways. Thanks, <laughs> no, seriously, that is a great the quote. Truth. I'm going to copy paste that and memorize it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Because I feel like you're really good at that. Like, I don't feel like Christian shows his, I don't know, maybe... I just never feel like you are, like, upset because you're so good at it. I mean, obviously you do get upset, but, like, you mastered this, I feel like. Your mood. Mastered mood. Yeah. Back to social media. (laughs) Back to social media. (laughs) I'm sure, like, being a parent, too, because you have Gucci Jackson, but, like, I just feel like if a baby's crying, I would get anxiety. But just, like, recognizing, like, hey, like, it's the baby in their mood. It doesn't have to affect me. And I don't have to take out my anxiety or anything out on anybody else around me, too. Yes. Ooh, that's So that's just, like, a lot to, I feel like. And it's just, like, maybe that's, obviously, God gives us, like, just gradual steps. And so, like, you first get married. (laughs) You learn how to handle your mood. Yeah. Your partner. And then you have kids. And it's gradual. Yeah. (laughs) So with how many kids? I don't know. No, totally. I'm just rambling. No, no, no. I I 100% (laughs) agree with that because sometimes, like, Christian and I were in the car today on a on a Sunday drive, and Jackson was just screaming like the whole way home. Oh, and we were both God. just like, you know what? This used to really get us super anxious and like, cr- like oh my gosh, like this is so uh, like, what are we gonna do? And today we're just like having a normal conversation just while he was screaming in the back, which is so sad, poor Jackson. But like we were just like we've come a long way <laughs> from those first couple months. That is so cool. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, that is the coolest thing yeah. ever. Yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> Learning to laugh. And that's about so it. cool. You could like sit back. Yeah. yeah. And be like, wow, look how far we've come. Yeah. Totally. But like, Christian, do you have like a secret? Like, both of you, though, you both are so like even tempered. Like, do you have a secret, though, if like you're feeling like really mad or sad or anything? Like, how do you not take it out on your spouse and just be like, hey, like, I feel really mad right now, but I'm not going to like, like, show it. <laughs> like, um, are you guys just like perfect or what? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I, I think I think the biggest thing um, is like just to get up and do something else, and just like I guess just thinking, I don't know, just having foresight, thinking about the future, and thinking about you know like what's yeah, what's important, and, and how will certain reactions affect the the future and future scenarios. Yeah. So yeah, because it's not just distracting to like avoid being upset it's just kind of like giving you a better perspective like you're taking a step back and you're like okay in the long run is this really important probably not so and it's important to communicate obviously like if something really is bothering you like you got to fix those in the moment or else you're just going to build up and up and so I think that's something that everybody can work on communication um just because you don't want like you don't want to explode later on, right? You just want to deal with it as you go so that you're not, you know, 20 years down the road and you're like, what in the world, like, happened? Um, yeah, just, like, learning as you go and communicating and just trying your best to, like Christian said, serve and be happy and, yeah. Totally. And for those who, like, aren't as chill and perfect as you guys, <laughs> I think setting boundaries and, like, hey, like, I'm really mad, like, I need to set a boundary and, like, yeah, Christian, like, walk away and just, like, hey, like, yeah this time mm-hmm. that's what i just started thinking of too but yeah you guys are so good we're not perfect <laughs> i feel like i don't, well, I don't I want eyes, this to be like, like we're amazing <laughs> christian well, disney you guys my parents i've like it's really cool i've been blessed with really amazing examples in my life like my parents like are just so even tempered and like they never get mad and i feel like you and christian are like the same and it's just it's really cool that i have such amazing examples in my life so Aww. and like people that i have to just go and ask questions and try to be like so Aww. anyways thanks we could go on and on we really could, we really could. but with like hours yeah, i know <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to do a part two sometime <laughs> yeah seriously like how to be a dad yeah. or something like that. no seriously <laughs> yeah no this was a great episode i it was fun reflecting, and it was fun having you on the show, our first guest. For sure, yeah. How do you feel? Whoop, whoop. Good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're the best it. guest. <laughs> like, <laughs> we couldn't have asked for a better guest, so thank you so much, Christian. I learned so much from you. So good. All right, guys, we have an amazing turnout story from my friend who is a wonderful photographer, um, and this is his turnout story. He says... So I'm a hobbyist photographer and I've been taking pictures for about two years now. I've been fortunate enough to travel and hike around to see some pretty amazing places. I don't always take the most amazing pictures, but for me, my photos are memories. They help tie me to moments in time and to remember thoughts or feelings I was experiencing at that time. To say the very least, my photos, even the bad ones, mean so much to me. A little over one month ago, I booted up my external hard drive that held about 7,000 original images and it wasn't working properly. I plugged it in and it was making funny noises and the computer wouldn't recognize the drive. Immediately my mind started racing. I went into full panic mode. I'll be the first to admit when I panic, I've got a bit of a foul mouth, but after a few choice words, I took a few deep breaths and thought through how to solve this problem. I got a hold of a data recovery company and after a long chat, they said I could send in the drive, but there was no guarantee they would be able to save any of it. Basically, I sent the drive away and started praying immediately. I'm not the most spiritual, but low-key, it was so far out of my hands that I didn't know what else to do or where to turn. Now, I'm a chronic overthinker. Normally, I'd immediately start spiraling down the list of worst-case scenarios until it inevitably affected my mood. But after spending some time with my thoughts and praying, I had a moment of zen where I realized it's in God's hands now. Whatever happens, happens, and I have to learn and grow from it. 
I did my best not to stress. I moved forward and kept taking pictures, backing up my new photos, and planning ways to replace some of my favorite shots that might have been lost. On July 19th, I got an email saying they were sending back my data, but there was no information on whether or not the salvage was successful. On the 23rd, the package showed up, and I anxiously booted up the drive. Much to my surprise and pleasure, they had salvaged everything. My jaw dropped. I was blown away. I'm sure God doesn't specifically care about my hard drive, but I found it to be the most awesome tender mercy. It may be a small blessing in the grand scheme of things, but things always turn out how they ought to turn out. I love that story so much because, one, I can totally relate, and it's the worst feeling ever. But I love his perspective, and he just said, you know what? I'm just putting it in God's hands. And... That's really cool to just recognize eternal perspective and like really it all will work out. And if, and if it, this thing, okay, if it's important to you, it's important to God. That's yeah. what I've learned. Mm-hmm. So every little thing. <laughs> I love it. And it's so hard sometimes to just like have that kind of hope and faith when you're in full panic mode, <laughs> right? Like it's so hard yeah. not to spiral. And so that's a good thing to practice. Like even when little moments happen and it's hard, like just practice putting your faith in God and like you said things turn out how they ought to turn out so I love that yeah thanks for sharing Dude, your turnout thanks story. for sharing amazing amazing <laughs> story so good <laughs> so so good um so that's it for today that's it thank you so much Christian you're amazing I learned so much me too (laughs) and don't forget to follow us at the turnout podcast on instagram send us your turnout stories rate review subscribe all of the things to the podcast on the apple podcast app and until next week see ya bye